Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sports Church. I am Christian Horn. We're rolling right along today. On this show, we just closed out a great segment so that you will know what beer that you don't want to drink. Basically, what beer is woke and what beer to avoid. All right. So we did that. And that is my, I guess, my community service announcement for all of you who do drink beer. For Alcoholic Anonymous, I've done you a great favor because now there's so few beers they can drink. Maybe people stop drinking, especially those who really and truly don't need to be. So there's some good news. There's always good news when there's a bad news spin on it. So, you know, I'm, and I believe in those that don't want to drink. You know, I had one of my best friends to get killed right on Highway 53 uh, by a drunk driver on his way to church, on his way to church for a choir meeting. Him and his two boys were on the 53, making a left, headed to church, and a drunk driver on a Sunday evening plowed right through the light and ejected these two young men who now are fatherless because their father was instantly killed, but they survived the wreck. And so for me, I take that very seriously. I'm not doing anything but being a community servant and letting you know that you make choices, but your choices can take lives. And so when I say, hey, I'm doing some yeoman's work for AA, I hope I do. Maybe it saves someone's life. Well, in this sector, we want to go down some of the news stories, and I want to hit some of them because there's quite a few. And as I tell people from around the country, there's no news like Alabama news. And you get all of these stories that you just shake your head. And I don't know what this is all about in the state of Alabama, but there's always these spins on news that make you go, wow, how did that happen? Here's one for you. A Macala woman was killed by her own vehicle on Wednesday afternoon in the parking lot of St. Vincent's Hospital, which is located in Birmingham. Birmingham is at the center of the state of Alabama. Sharon Bush White, 76 years old, got out of her vehicle before placing it in park. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. So the 76-year-old woman got out of her vehicle and she didn't place it in park. And she was then accidentally struck by her own vehicle. So this is a case where an elderly woman was getting out of the car and she didn't put the car in park. She was pronounced dead about 20 minutes later and at the same hospital that she was visiting. Wow. That's a tough one to hear right there. That was that St. Vincent, 76-year-old woman killed by her own vehicle. And, hey, that can happen to any of us. It wasn't just about her age. It's happened to me. I mean, it. I've done that. I've done that. On the phone, roll up, going to a meeting, not paying attention. I roll up and go behind the vehicle, and the car is absolutely rolling. 
and you know and it rolls out and i was able to jump back in and stop it but it can happen a lot of lessons to be learned there for sure in alabama there's some breaking news for a lot of us who did not have their membership anymore sam's club is offering ten dollar memberships ten dollar memberships now if you believe that the memberships were were good or you believe they were not so good i will tell you straight up and down that sam's club memberships are indeed valuable and here's how to get your $10 membership. Here's the article. Sam's Club is offering a mega discount in celebration of its 40th anniversary. From April 14th to April 19th, new members can take $40 off the cost of a year's membership. That puts the cost of club membership at $10 and plus memberships at $70 for the first year. Plus, members get free shipping on most items and 2% Sam's Cash uh, and early shopping hours. You can get this offer in person or go online to Sam's.com. Now, that's a good deal, man, because Sam's also, for those of you who do Sam's and some of you don't do Sam's, but there's a material benefit for being at Sam's. If you're a Sam's Club member, you can also probably get that gas. And their gas is always 10 to 15 cent lower than other retail gas in the community. So if run on down, and I'm not a free plug here, just because it's hard times, it's tough times right now. People are looking for any edge they can possibly get, any edge that will, you know, save them money. This is a good way to do it. You know, get that premium membership for 70 bucks. Um, but it's only 10 bucks for regular memberships. And that's the price of a, a cup of Starbucks coffee. Hey, you can get some Starbucks coffee out there that's expensive, but you can get something that's cheap. The expensive coffee is close to 10 bucks and it's good stuff. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier and I want to make certain I say it again. Be alert, be alert, be alert. Talk to your church leaders, talk to your community leaders, talk to your people in the Chamber of Commerce. Walmart is closing half its stores in Chicago. They're citing tens of millions of dollars in losses in Chicago. Uh, essentially, what goes on at Walmart during tough economic times, people steal things, swipey, no swipey. And they take things without paying for them. Swipey, no swipey. They try to return things that weren't even bought at Walmart and get either store credit or cash back. Whatever they're doing, it is hurting Walmart and it's hurting them in a way. Here's the quote. These stores in Chicago lose tens of millions of dollars a year, says Walmart, and their annual losses nearly doubled in the last five years the remaining four chicago stores continue themselves to face the same business difficulties but we think this decision gives us the best chance to help them open and serve the community that is a quote from walmart so it goes back to what we talked about a couple months ago i mean this is not the first time we brought up the story that's why i want to talk about the story and i talked about it earlier this week 
And as a recap, you need to make certain this weekend you share with your friends and family. Listen, start to talk to your Walmart managers. Start to talk to your city councilmen, your county commissioners. Let them know that you are a supporter of Walmart. Walmart has a couple new stores in Chicago, and they're cutting them out as well. They're just cutting bait and leaving some of these high-density areas. And I hate to say it, most of these areas are where poor people live, black and Hispanic. So those are areas that could have food deserts where they can't get fresh fruit and vegetables. This is why it's important that you understand when they get criminals or they have people who steal from Walmart habitually over and over and over again, you're running up the risk that Walmart may make a decision to pull anchor and leave your community and to leave your area. It's up to you. I mean, I don't really know all the solutions, but what I can say to you is that Walmart is an important member of your community. And when Walmart goes out of town, prices go up at Kroger, prices grow up at Publix. So hear me clearly. You do not, do not put Walmart in a position of making a choice to cut and bait and run out of your community because that's exactly what they're doing. And we talked about it before when a city councilman uh, was stopped for stealing or he was accused of swiping, you no know, swipey 34 times. And uh, hey, you know, if you're an underperforming store, things like that, they add up and then boom, it's over. It's over and they're gone. They they closed two underperforming stores, you know, in in uh, in Alabama even recently. So now that adds up to Alabama, New Mexico, Wisconsin, Arkansas, Florida, three in Illinois, and Portland, Oregon is now on the list. So this is where this is going. You know, just in the Oregon stores, for, for those three stores in Oregon, 580 people are going to lose their job. Just in Portland, 580 people now don't have a way to pay their bills, keep their lights on. They're going to have to pull their kids out of private school. They can't afford it. They're gone. Poof. This is why it's so important to have these conversations, not just about the movies and the books you read and all of those things. These are real world situations. This is a sports show. And people say, well, why do you care about Sam's Club benefits and, and Walmart? I care because those are places and spaces where you would buy things, shoes, running shoes, shirts, shorts. You you buy the, the things that your kids need to pay organized sports, bats, balls. How about bicycles for kids to ride to be more athletic? These are things that make sports better when you can buy sports equipment that's less expensive. And if, in fact, you lose these companies or you don't get the benefits that a Sam's Club gives you, then you don't go to ball games. You don't support ball games. And that's just the way that it goes. And it's the way that I think that it always will go. Walmart is a part of our community. We got to find a way. Four stores in Chicago, boot closed, gone, poof. 
And now named one of the best personal finance podcasts, the Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital Seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. You got to be able to go out somewhere else and get the items that you want the most. I mean, I talk about it, but once again, it's one of those stories that just just won't go away. It's the Walmart story. So we've got good news in that city that we support, Huntsville, Alabama, the Rocket City of the United States of America. Um, it appears they've just done an interview with Albert Morin. Albert Morin is the officer who survived the ambush. And I've met Albert several times and he was injured by bullets. And they've done an article that Morin, along with Crumbie, who passed away, of course, at that scene. And uh, Morin's getting back. He's getting back. He's not going to quit the force. He has made the announcement that he wants to be able to get back and start policing again. He's feeling better. Um, for all of you who followed this story from around the country, anytime one of the men in blue gets shot or women in blue gets shot, you know that it's a horrific scene. So we're, we're following this story and we're following it in a way that will give you some comfort to know that at least one of the police officers has not only survived, but he appears to be thriving again. And that's really, really good news. On the bad side of the table, I hate to do it, but a former Limestone County corrections officer, and that's that's a jailer, that's a police officer who works in jail, has pleaded guilty on sex charges and ethics violations in Limestone County, Alabama. And as you look at the good news, there comes the bad news. The former assistant director of Limestone County's community corrections program, he pled guilty to an ethics violations and custodial sexual misconduct. James Michael Hardaway of Athens, 64 years old, pled guilty on Tuesday, and he will serve a 20-year split sentence. He has to register as a sex offender and abide by all requirements of sex offender registration and notification. Quote, no one is above the law, especially those who are in positions of authority. Marshall said in a statement, our community corrections programs are an important part of our criminal justice system, period. Hardaway was arrested really back in October 2020. These charges are just now coming out into fruition. And he was engaging in sexual conduct with three different victims who were in the custody of the Limestone County Corrections Program. While he was an officer of that program, this officer solicited sexual services from three victims, according to an announcement at the time. So here we are again, and we are sitting here hoping for the best for a officer who was shot 
and another officer will be going to jail. And he should. You do something like that, you should go to jail. But this is the opportunity for us to always make certain that everyone's not perfect. Not even police officers, not even sheriffs. They're not perfect. And they try to do everything that they can to be great people. I'm sure of it. But they are people. They will make mistakes. They will fail. And we want to celebrate those that don't and uplift those who do the very best they can to do a great job and come home at night. And that's all that we can do. Those who fail, we pray for them. Those who come out, come home at night, we uplift them and we pray for them as well. Well, we're running up. We are going to be running up to the top side of the hour. We've got one more segment left. I am Christian Horn. Let's get us a break right now. And we'll come back on the other side of the break and we'll finish up for our Friday, our Friday free for all right here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sports Church. I am Christian Horn. This is the Friday Free For All, the news gumbo. We got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We want to make certain that we close this week out with you being informed. And then on Monday, we'll come back. We'll come back and we'll have the fresh news that we can get. But right now. is that a lot of times, a lot of organizations, they try to drop bad news. They try to drop it on Fridays because, hey, no one's going to be watching on Friday. And it's the end of the news cycle. So what you have to do to stay fresh and current is to try to search the sites to see what someone is actually hiding that they want to drop on Friday. So, you know, we're going to go through it a little bit here. So and CNN is reporting, not that we go to CNN for hot news all the time, but they do give it justice. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito is temporarily extending access to the abortion drug. Whoa, 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 whoa. So let's go through this because this is something that has been a hot topic. And it started really with Ron DeSantis. On yesterday, he defied all and signed a six-week abortion bill, meaning anything after six weeks, an abortion after six weeks is illegal in Florida starting now. And there has been some really, really, of course, sensitive um, health-related, I think, emotions. I'm not a woman. I cannot have a baby. So ultimately, I don't have a choice to have a baby or even to have the abortion. But the reality is, is that I can comment on it. And what's happening is that there's a drug out there that would allow women to use a pill instead of a abortion, um, the forceps of an abortion. 
So with this pill, I guess you just use it. It's called medical abortion. It's a medication abortion drug, which may be harder to get after the court has made its ruling. And let me give you the story on that. Um, on April 13th, uh, CNN made this report. Uh, and I can't pronounce it correctly, so please forgive me. It's called Mifepristone. That's the Mifepristone is a drug used in medication abortion. It faces tighter restrictions than it has in years after a federal appeals court approved or ordered rather a return to the rules that were put in place when the drug was approved by the FDA back in 2000. Okay. Since 2000 research and clinical evidence has led to expanding options for the medications administration. The FDA has approved changes that extended its use from up to seven weeks gestation to 10 weeks. Interesting. So as well as also allowing virtual dispensing and administration. So there's this conversation and that's the seven to 10 week pill. And here you have DeSantis out. He's basically saying anything up to six weeks is in fact illegal now. And now you have the crossing over between the, the medical abortion and that brushing up against the law in Florida, which is a six week ban. So that's a story that you may absolutely want to follow and really expect that it's a story that the Democrats and Republicans are going to be fighting over because I had a Republican friend even to walk up to me and say, Hey, we don't need to talk about abortion anymore. I had no comment. But she wanted to make certain that I heard what she said and she meant what she said. So I was not taken aback by it, but it was rather interesting that someone who I know has been a freedom fighter, someone who has been an anti-abortion, someone who is now saying Republicans should not talk about abortion anymore if they expect to win the elections. That's the way that she sees it. Um and Fox News and and let's see what's happening there, because in the news gumbo, we want to be able to be fair. We want to go to different subject matters. We want to go to different websites. We want to be able to be fair. So uh, Governor DeSantis, again, three hours ago here on Friday, these are news that are just dropping. So if you planned your show today like I did, I have to always reserve the news drop of the day and create some gumbo that you can eat warmly that you've been fed. So Governor DeSantis calls out Leah Thomas and biological men competing in women's sports. So he's jumped into the conversation, the leader of the free state of Florida. Here's what he said. It is wrong to have a swimmer compete for three years on the men's swim team, switch to the women's team, and then win the women's national championship. These are the things I just said on Sports Church. As you all know, I've been saying it here on Sports Church, so this is not. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. It yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created this show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen new to you now the florida governor has been listening to the show and he's out here talking about it 
he was speaking at Liberty University, which is a Christian university. He said it's fraud and that is wrong. Oh, wow. That's great. Although he didn't mention uh, Leah Thomas. He didn't say the name. People pretty much know that's who he's talking about. And Leah Thomas is a big, strong man. He's a big dude. And he's he's out here winning championships over women. You know, that's what's going on. And it's going on now. Now, remember earlier in the show today, all those who are listening, here's some more to put in your gumbo. We're talking about Riley Gaines. And we're talking about Riley, who was attacked only a couple of days ago. That, in fact, she was attacked in San Francisco when she was speaking. Well, the House Republicans in D.C. are setting up a vote next week on legislation aimed at keeping biological men out of girls and women's sports at colleges, universities, and public schools across the nation. The NCAA has tried to come out and say that under Title IX, according to Joe Biden, that you cannot, cannot exclude transgenders unless it threatens the competition or the health and safety of the other athletes. So here we go. The House says, yeah, 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 that sounds cool, but we're going to, we're going to, you know, really put some screws to this and make it a law to protect women and protect women in women's sports. Under Stubby's bill, educational institutions that receive Title IX from the federal government would not be allowed to permit a person whose sex is male to participate in an athletic program or activity that is designed for women's or girls. I think that's a good deal. And no matter what King Biden tries to do, I think putting a policy in place, it should get bipartisan support. If, in fact, Republicans put this on the table for Democrats to sign and they don't want to sign the protection of women in women's sports bill, then that should be the only thing we should be talking about come next year. There's other topics. I'm being facetious. Certainly other topics. But it is a great, great campaign issue because it won't be about Republicans. It won't be about Democrats. It won't be about independents. It will be about women. Women who participated in women's sports. Women who have children that participate in women's sports. And I think that is going to be a big deal. And if we can get that done, we'll be able to help girls all over this country, which has been a theme for this show. It's a golden thread that I put in this show to uplift the sisters out here. And that's okay. It's, it's great because we should dedicate some, some time to women and women's sports. Now, what I've not talked about today, which I know you want to talk about just for a few minutes is that there has been a Pentagon leak suspect who has been arrested and he leaked classified information onto the internet. His name is Jack Teixeira and Jack Teixeira is charged with taking these classified documents and using a, a government computer search to do so. And this is highly classified information it talks about weapons programs it talks about weapons programs in russia it talks about weapons programs in china it talks about positions of our forces and troops in ukraine it is very detailed information and jack to who's only 21 years old he's not even a regular duty um officer he is a member of the massachusetts air national guard and he's absolutely accused of leaking these documents, according to the Department of Defense. They're very sensitive. 
They're highly classified. And he was charged Friday. Um, and this is weird because we were talking about all these situations with Trump. We were talking about the situations with Joe Biden in terms of them having classified documents in their homes. And you remember how the FBI kicked down essentially the, the door of the president, the former president, and they went after Joe Biden and went to his Corvette and trying to get these documents. How did they not see Jack Teixeira? I don't know. Jack Teixeira, 21 years old. And they went after the 70 year old and 80 year old octogenarian guys. But here Jack Teixeira is leaking sensitive information and putting them on the internet. He's just a National Guard guy. He's an every now and then Air Force guy. This is, this is pretty bad. According to an FBI affidavit, Teixeira used his government computer to search for the word leak not long after news about the disclosures first broke. But that's not going to get him convicted. But they've got some other stuff. And I think this is interesting. They actually are coming after him because he used his government computer to search classified intelligence reporting for the word leak. Quote, the first public reporting regarding the government information appeared April 6, 2023. Big mess. Big embarrassment. Huge embarrassment. You'll be able to see all of these stories. This is the news gumbo, if you will. These are the things that you will see the coverage of on Sunday's news. And we've only got a few minutes left, but I want to make certain that, again, if you want to see or hear, rather, our clips, you can go online and hear them. You can hear them on Google. Uh, you can hear them on Amazon Audio. You can hear them on Apple iTunes, or you can go to iHeartRadio, and you can hear over 450 clips of the sports church. And we enjoy giving you those clips, and I appreciate all of those who have been giving me a call or sent me an email and say, hey, listen, I missed the show. Where can I get it? And that's how you do it. You can just Google search Sports Church and Christian Horn, and you're bound to run into the amazing library. And it's not a boring library like it was in high school or college. This is a library, an audio library, and it's very, very scripted. So you can look at the tabs and you'll see a tab of interest, uh, such as today we'll talk about woke beer and the things that interest you and makes it easier for you to, um, to see the clips that you want. And they're about 15 to 20 minutes long and you'll enjoy them. I promise you. Now this weekend, as you know, right now, April 22nd, April 23rd, for all you sports fans all over the United States, you know that it's time. It's time for the rumble tumble of what we say Talladega. So Talladega is going to be opening up soon as the big events are on their way. Uh, and so you can always come to Talladega, Alabama to the Super Speedway. They've got track tours almost every day from the 15th all the way to the 21st, 15, 16, 17, 18. Get your tickets. You can go down to Talladega and you can do that. You will be able to get the opportunity to see the spring NASCAR practice and qualifying day garage experience. That's always great. And you'll also be able to go down and check out the uh, qualifying and that's general admission. Then on the 22nd of April, as you know, the spring NASCAR Xfinity series with Talladega kicks off and uh, it's going to be great. So for all of you who like NASCAR, that will be a great 
great season opener. Now, on the 22nd of April, which is uh, next Saturday, you may not want to do that if you're a Roll Tide fan because the University of Alabama Crimson Tide will have its spring game. And that starts on next Saturday. I think it's at 2.30 p.m., 2.30 p.m. And you won't be there at 2.30. You'll be there at 11. You'll be there at 10 because you want to be able to see what's going on at the University of Alabama, do a little tailgating, have a little fun. And that's what's important. So some of you say, hey, let me know what's going on this weekend. I'm telling you so, and I'm telling you so because I, too, am trying to find out for the next week or for at least for the next seven days where we're going to spend our time. There are lots of proms going on. There are a lot of events. There's some graduations that are going on. It's that time of the year that people are getting ready to graduate. So please, 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 if in fact your kid or your nephew or someone you know is getting ready to graduate, get that gift ready and then get your popcorn ready to go to some of these great graduations. No matter where you are in the country, support your community, high schools and colleges. And then you'll see that, hey, life is out here. Go to a graduation. Most of them are free or they're on TV. I look forward to this weekend and I look forward to next weekend as well. Now, you'll be able to see next weekend, if you watch the Alabama football game, the Crimson versus the Cream, you're going to see the quarterback uh, battle that's been going on. And it should be a nice, fine day to see who's going to have the edge to be the next quarterback replacing Bryce Young at the University of Alabama. I think this weekend, last but not least, in this sports gumbo, you're going to see that the United States Football League is returning this weekend in Memphis, Tennessee. The USFL is back and kicks off its season on Saturday with 39 players from Alabama high schools and colleges on the active rosters of the USFL. The USFL 2022 champion Birmingham Stallions will be getting started here soon. So, hey, if you want to be able to see some football, go check out the USFL or at very least watch on TV. That's the end of our show today. I'm Christian Horn. I appreciate you all listening and being a part of the show. And I look forward to talking to you next week right here on the Sports Church. Y'all come back now. You hear? observations she is the least credible person i may have ever seen on camera the ben shapiro show brings you all the news you need to know in america today guys not everything is 40 chess why can't we just laugh ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch we all know i'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to facts by tom mcdonald the ben shapiro show on youtube or wherever you listen